Welcome to the newest edition of the Screenfellows Podcast. My name is Carlos. And my name is Ozzy. <clears throat> and my name is Brianna. <laughs> and in this episode, we are going to be reviewing Hellboy, Pet Cemetery, and Shazam. And maybe Noah will join us. Enjoy the show. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Ozzy, how you doing? It's terrible. Because <laughs> yeah. Brianna uh, does not want to be a Shut part up. of the camera family. So, <laughs> Don't listen to him. You know, whatever. So, oh, yeah, 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 let's, yeah, yeah. let's recap. I've never been. I've never been. Let's recap. Oh, you know what? You want to talk about the time that oh, I literally no. had to introduce myself as Ozzy because he wasn't there? Okay, congratulations. You did your job. Let's talk about what it, All right, job. you know what? Let's recap. Nine times out of ten, they introduce themselves, and then they t- introduce me after the intro as a guest because I'm technically a guest. For some reason, Carlos you wanted me part, to introduce myself as are. part of the intro I'm this sorry. time. And I didn't because that's not usually what happens. But And now Ozzy... Wants me to... You know, okay, you know what it is? You know what it is? And I know we said concise was the key word for today because we're trying to like keep this at a, a decent pace. Start. We're not at a great start here. But you know what it is? It's Listen. because Noah gets super offended when I don't put him in the intro. So gotcha. that's like the mindset I'm in now. And then, <laughs> and then You pointed at me and I was like, what do you want me to do? <laughs> I'm going to sit here and wait. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, we're just off to a great start today. Um, And, you know, I don't know. All right, let's just get into the review. Like, honestly, let's just do it. So I'm just going to say one last thing, and that's it. I just honestly feel that, you know, Brand has been a part of the team for... Her picture is on the cover of the podcast. I think think it's been two years, okay? And on top of that, her picture is also... On our Screenfellas page. So, you know, I just feel really offended at the fact that I'm over here thinking that we're a family. And, you know. So ridiculous. She dropped the ball. You know what? Uh, Maybe I would take that a little more to heart if you realize that I've actually been a part of the team for two and a half years. Wow. November of 2016. Wow. Um, Wow. And also. half. Yep. Oh, God. Half a year. And uh, maybe I would feel a little bit more welcome in the intro if I was a part of the intro more often. You know, yeah, that's well, a fair criticism. Is that? You chose school. I'm just trying to move on. All right. So, um, so Hellboy. Let's talk about Hellboy. Uh, the, on, like, the only thing I want to say to introduce this uh, review is I'm not going to say I told you so, but come on. I, I told you this movie wasn't going to be good. The trailers were never good, but everyone wanted to be excited about them for some reason. Um, Brianna, you saw how much of this movie did you see? 45 minutes. <laughs> yes, and I got an amazing voicemail from you, um, which I, if you weren't on this episode, I would definitely play it in place of the review. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it's, I don't, I don't think it's like awful, but it's not good. Um, Ozzy, please have a differing opinion. That's just the best, the best. I mean, I mean, just to be fair, I mean, I think on Rotten Tomatoes, it's like got a 15%, and then Yikes. 
I was just like, ah, oh, damn. The last time I liked the movie, well, the last time I saw a movie that had that much love or, or rating, I was like, you know, it was fan four stick. So I was like, man, I'm really going to hate this movie. And I didn't hate it. Like, I was over here expecting yeah, it to be I'm trash. Like, it's not it's not terrible. Like, it's not atrocious. It's not going to be in my top ten worst of the year. But, I mean, it's not good. <laughs> it's, <laughs> yeah. it's in between. I think yeah. it's... I, I think it's you know it's in between. I don't think it's I don't think it's terrible. Um, yeah. But yeah. Um. All right. Let, let's start uh, with positives. <laughs> um. Brianna, do you have any positives from your forty-five minutes that you saw? Like, I'm curious if you if there's anything that kept you. No. <laughs> that would have kept you. Nothing. It was colorful. It was colorful. <laughs> That's a heck I of mean, a compliment. Yeah. I mean, I had. I don't even want to say I had fun watching it because, I mean. I I think the most fun I had was when he goes something something well, let's see what's under the mask and I turned to my friend and I said, "Oh no, bad CGI." <laughs> that was the most fun I had. Like ah, uh, and I hate being that person who just craps on every movie that I see. Oh, but the like I I there was not one thing. Like I I <laughs> There was not one thing that, that I could say yeah. I enjoyed about this movie. Well, I mean, I would imagine if there was something, you I would have stayed. stayed. Yeah, so that's you fair. Think, like, I mean, my my friend turned to me 45 minutes in, and he goes, um, "What do you think so far?" And I said, "If you if you wanted to walk out the door right now, I would not. I would go with you." And he was like, "All right, let's go." So we just left. I I there was nothing there. Fair enough, um, Ozzy. What positives do you have? Let's be the ray of sun- yeah, sunshine. Yeah, maybe here. maybe all the good stuff happened after the forty-five minute mark. I mean, I I don't think that um, I don't think that David Harbor was a bad Hellboy. I thought he did pretty good. I don't I don't think that he was the issue with that movie. I think the performances, besides me, a. Jokovic. Um, <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah. I, no offense to her, but I mean, I, I, other than that, I mean, I do think that pretty much, I think the performances were solid. I, mm-hmm. I don't think that the issues were anywhere with the acting cast. I think the acting choices were, were pretty good. Um, and yeah, I think David Harbour was actually a, a pretty good Hellboy. Um, if we're gonna, if you're gonna reboot this the the franchise, I, I do think that choosing him was a really good was a really good pick. Um, but yeah, that, that's what I got in terms of that, and I do think some of the uh, the lore um, and everything is is also pretty interesting as well. Uh, I would not share the lore as interesting in this movie, but um, I think you're right about the cast. Um, I don't think that there's like many like awful performances. Like I didn't love David Harbour in this movie, to be honest, as our lead, but. Um, I think there were some of the side performances. Ian McShane was pretty good. Um, for what he was given, he wasn't given like too much dynamic material to work with. But um, yeah, Sasha Lane uh, played Alice, who um, she is. She's the one who's like the psychic, right? Like kind of. Yeah. Yeah, and mm-hmm. um, she talks to like uh, dead people and stuff like that. That I actually thought she was the most interesting and entertaining character. Did you even meet her character? Yeah. Okay, you did. Yeah, I left when they were like walking out of her apartment. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um. I, yeah, I think she's probably the most entertaining character. Um, beyond that, I mean, like, I, I agree with you that I don't think performances are necessarily the problem here. Um, 
Not the main problem. Yeah. So <laughs> let's talk. Let's talk a little bit more. Um, I've got one more positive, and that's I think that the action. There's some cool action sequences. Do are they executed perfectly? No. But I do think that there's cool action sequences. There's cool concepts there that I I was entertained enough watching. Um, there might have been covered in bad CGI and CGI blood, which is so annoying. I hate CGI blood. It doesn't it's it's really the worst. Um, but there was some cool camera work involved. There were some cool. Uh, there were moments where they tried to make the whole action sequence look like look like one continuous shot, and those were pretty cool. And I like the idea behind them. Again, it's it's kind of muddled because of the CGI and like I don't know, but. I was entertained by a decent amount of the action in this movie. Ozzy, what other pauses do you have? Um, struggling. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> struggling. <laughs> um, I mean, I mean, I, I, I want to say that I think the makeup was actually done pretty, pretty well. Well, yeah, I mean, on David Harbor, but I think the makeup was done. Pretty well when it because I think this one was trying to be more gory than the original. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yes. Uh, yeah. So I mean, I do think that when it comes to, I mean, actually the makeup for and the prosthetics for some of the people playing the demons, for instance, I do think that it was done really well. Um, I do and there think... were some visual parts yeah. that were also done well. I, I mean, I will we'll get to the CGI in the next, <laughs> but I do think that. Um, the makeup crew really did a good job when it came to some of the some of the demons and things like that. Just because I was I was actually thoroughly impressed at some of the stuff that they did. Um, so yeah, I mean, I do think that there's some light in the movie. I don't think it's terrible, and 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 some of the terms there. I do think this. I mean, there's some parts of the script that are pretty pretty well done. Some <laughs> I'm parts, not a fan of the script. Talking about, like, <laughs> talking about like very small parts, of course. <laughs> but I mean, um, like participles, that, yeah. like that small. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, maybe you know, maybe uh, maybe maybe a line here. A line here. We're stretching, man. Um, but anyway, he's being real generous. Yeah. So uh, let's let's move on because we're stretching for positives here, and I think we can talk more about negatives. Um, this is it's really hard because like even bringing up the makeup and stuff, like my tendency is just go well. I mean. It's not a Guillermo del Toro movie. Uh, so that's like, it's really frustrating. The funniest, I think one of the funniest um, things about the 45 minutes I saw yeah. was his, Ian McShane is helping him file his horns. Yeah. And he's like, all right. He, you know, he's like, oh, you missed a spot. And I'm yeah. like, you miss, you miss literally all the spots. <laughs> Number yeah. one. Number two, he finishes and he's like, there you go. And I'm like, literally nothing changed. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> uh, they did not care, and so I mean, yeah. If you want to say that David Harbour's makeup does it, you know, it, it's good enough. Yeah, but he obviously that that's like such a glaring, such a glaring detail. Ozzy, what are you doing? Yeah, you're like breathing into the mic really well. I feel like I'm getting a phone call. Oh, my bad. Whoops. My <laughs> right, bad. You're fine. I mean, I'm like uh, my, my mouth is like right by the mic. My bad. Okay. <laughs> All right, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, um, so yeah, let's let's dive into this. Okay, so this script is kind of a mess. Um, what I have read in like brief, uh, basically, like I saw somebody asking about how they thought of this movie because they liked it, and then a lot of people were commenting like that it stuck very closely to the comics. And this, to me, if that's the case, 
this is exhibit A as to why that doesn't matter. <laughs> I, I don't, like, I hate that argument. I've always hated that argument. When people, like, hate on a movie because it doesn't stick to the comics, it's different than the comics, that doesn't matter. It's as a long different as it's medium. Good, as long as it's good, I don't care if it's different. And this is a great example of why if you stick to the comics, it doesn't matter if the movie is bad. Like, that's just not a good, that's not a good defense of a movie. It's like, well, it was really accurate to the comics. Yeah, but the movie, like, moved at a, (laughs) at a ridiculously fast pace. Yeah. Um, giving us no time to breathe. The characters, for the most part, other than, like, one-ish side characters are uninteresting because we are given no time to get to know them. It's just, I, I'm very frustrated with the script and the way this movie is written. And again, I don't care if it sticks close to the comics, because if it's poorly written for the screen, <laughs> then, you know, there's my point. I have to say that's that's why I left. Yeah. Because I was like, I, I could not, the idea of sitting through another hour and 15 minutes of what I had just seen, I did not care about anything that was mm-hmm. happening on screen. I didn't, I know people praise. We move from exposition to exposition. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I know people praise the, you know, the giant, certain action sequences that Mm -hmm. are like done in one shot. And I was like, I don't even care about that because I don't care about, I don't care about what happens to this character. I don't care. I don't care. I like, I, I'm trying to, but (sighs) if this plot is so coked up, we're literally going from. (laughs) <laughs> it's like we're hitting beat after beat after beat after beat, and I, you know, I'm getting whiplash. Yeah. Uh, we're just, we're given no time to get to know the world we're in, get to know this character, get to know, you know, what, give us a reason why we should be invested. It's just basically, hey, here's Hellboy, here's your story, let's get going. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. why, who is Hellboy? Why do I need to care about him? Um, you know, like they give you some, they try to make you sympathize with him as we go along, but it's just like at the, by the time they try to make you care about his like plight in the world, it's like we're an hour and a half into the movie and I'm just like, I'm sorry, it's too late now. (laughs) Like I don't care anymore. I should have been caring about him an hour and 15 minutes ago. Um, Ozzy, what negatives do you have? Because you've been kind of quiet for this section. (laughs) I mean, I think the editing in the movie isn't isn't that great, honestly. If we're gonna be honest. Yeah. I think the editing is really, especially when it goes from scene to scene. I think it's pretty uh, pretty terrible. Um, and also the CGI, by God. Well, was thank you. Yeah, we gotta we gotta get I mean, there. <laughs> I mean, the CGI was not good. Um, it was it was pretty pretty bad. I think it's one of the worst CGI jobs I've seen, pretty much all year. So I think it's actually the worst I've seen all year, so far. Um, well, there so, was a scene in Pet Cemetery that was pretty bad, but yeah. Uh, but yeah. it, but I mean, it was up there. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll talk about it. But I mean, <laughs> as far as as far as this movie goes, I mean, it's pretty terrible. The CGI, um, and I do think that a lot of the scenes were rushed. Like they would say, for instance, "Hey, we have to go there." Next scene, they're already there. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was one of the issues that I had with it because I was just I was like, I need time to breathe. There's no connection between the scenes thing. either. No, there, it's almost like exactly. a it's almost like an anthology. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So it was it was those issues as well that I had with it. Um, and then I think there there was a lot of that they were trying to kind of fit in with his past, with Hell's Boy's past, that that really didn't 
need to happen necessarily. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of thought that was, I mean, a lot of it was just exposition. Um, there was one particular scene that happened um, that I was really confused about because it ended up serving. It was, it was basically just to, just to show us the sequence that <laughs> happened for absolutely no reason. You could have cut that part out and it would not have made a difference. So, I mean, to me, it was just really, really dumb. But yeah. I mean, that's all I got for it yeah. in terms of negatives. I completely agree. I mean, we can go into specifics, but I don't think it's necessarily worth the time. And like we said, we're trying to be concise today. So um, let's give this movie a rating and then move on. Um, I don't – can you give it a rating? Like, you saw 45 minutes. I, yeah, I don't minutes. think like, it's even yeah. fair for me to give it a rating. Yeah, so well, let's just start with you, Ozzy. What, what do you got? I'm going to go ahead and give it a 6. That is way too high. We didn't. We can't be friends anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, I. <laughs> I'm gonna give. You know, scratch it, scratch it, scratch it, scratch it, scratch it. I'm hey, don't give it like to the peer five pressure. Point. Okay. I'm just gonna give it a five point seven. I All think right. it's fair. fair oh, enough. major difference fair there. Enough. All right, yeah, I'm. I'm giving this. Listen, movie Brenda, at least I. At least I did my job. We're not gonna talk about okay, the intro. Let, let, yeah. What's your rating for it, Carlos? <laughs> I'm giving this movie a three. I think it's a bad movie, just straight up. Like, there's no getting around it. It's just not good. Um. Yeah. Yikes. Yikes. All right. Well, let's move on to Pet Cemetery. Um, the remake of the, what, what, when did that movie come out? 80. Is it an 80s movie? Yep. It's, I want to say 80. No. No. No, it's not that late. No, it's, well, it's pretty, 80. It's in the I'll 80s. Double, I'll check. It's in the 80s. It's something like that. Um, but anyway, Pet Cemetery. Um, like I, I don't know like I, I like aspects of this movie I think they do um, some stuff much better than the original and then I think there's some things that just don't work that they try but I appreciate what um, th- that they were trying new things in this movie they weren't just like making it a strict remake I like when movies do that and I like when remakes do that especially so Brianna what did you think of this movie um, I didn't think it was particularly memorable. Yeah. I would just say, because I was pretty excited for it. I like Jason Clark, even though he was kind of, he didn't have much of a character in this movie. Does he ever have much of a character? I mean, not really, but I like him. <laughs> I He's kind of just this lovable chameleon, and chameleon in the boring sense. He's not like a Gary Oldman chameleon where he can like yeah. turn into any person. He's just like this tofu that kind of takes on the flavor of whatever movie <laughs> I he's I think in. that is a great description of Jason Clark. <laughs> but I mean, people like tofu. I like. I mean, I don't, I've never had tofu, but I like Jason Clark, so maybe I like tofu. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I didn't have much of an opinion, but I did get very angry. Okay, I'm interested to hear about that. Uh, Ozzy, what about you? What did you think of this movie? You actually saw it. You saw a mainstream horror movie. What? Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, God, this movie. Out of the out of the three stories that were in this movie, and I'm talking about like the three, like the, the main story and the two sub-stories, mm-hmm. you could have taken up the two sub-stories and the movie would have ended the exact same. It was very... Very hmm. ridiculous. Um, That's an interesting point. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, because I mean, I was thinking about it, and I was like, man, I'm, I'll get into it in my news. I was like, these two stories have nothing to correlate with the main plot, and 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 it's the, the, what happens to them. Like they're still there. You're talking about like the just, backstories, they, they right? Never, especially with the yeah, mom. Yeah, and it was just really, 
Yeah, so I was very disappointed in that end of the, end of the spectrum. Hmm. And uh, there was also just a, a lot of, I don't know, I was very disappointed in the script, honestly. But we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll talk yeah. about it. All right. Well, <laughs> okay, let's start positives. Um, I think that, I mean, like we said, Jason Clark is Jason Clark in this movie. But I mean, I mean his character's boring, but he does fine. Yes. No, I, I don't have a problem with Jason Clark in this movie. I, you know, he's just, he is kind of a like you said, like the character is kind of boring, so it's a little bit of a bland lead. But at the same time, I think, with in the context of this movie, that's kind of fine. Um, I don't think you need like a super dynamic, interesting uh, lead here. Uh, you kind of just need someone to drive you in the right direction. I mean, I'd like a little bit more to latch on to yeah, from an no, emotional perspective. I mean, when you have like the rest of the cast is not like. From a character perspective, not like terribly compelling, mm-hmm. but I mean, Amy Simons does a really great job. Yes, I think better than pretty much everybody else. Yes, um, I agree. So, um, you know, the fact that he was kind of like boring by comparison, yeah, is disappointing. I, I like. I mean, I mean, I didn't really have high expectations because, um, like you said, he's kind of a he's kind of a boring guy. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, and then the other performance I really did like uh, the daughter was pretty good, and I I appreciate what they did with her character in general. Um, I think um, they give away a lot in the trailer. So if you haven't seen the trailer, good for you. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, I'm sorry, but, uh, yeah, I, I appreciate the direction that they took her character, and um, I think that's the wise choice. Like, it's hard for me to talk about this movie and not compare it to the original because I think that there are some de- very defined things that this one just does better. And to me, the choice of which child it is that dies is definitely something that it was a much better choice. It works a lot better in this movie. yes. And I'll get to that later. Okay. I mean, that's kind of where I got upset. Okay, interesting. Um, but yeah, um, another performance that I did like is John Lithgow. But I always like John Lithgow. He's just incredible every time he's on the screen. Um, also, yeah. the, the kid who plays Gage yeah. was pretty excellent. Yeah. I mean, obviously he doesn't have to do a whole lot. They can't ask very much of a kid that young. Um and it's it's only for a movie. It's not like he's playing a Michelle Tanner or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But like there, there were obviously he has to do some pretty emotional things, and they were shockingly genuine to the point where I was more compelled by his response to the emotional tragedy than I was by the actual tragedy. Yeah. So you know, good on him. Yeah, definitely. Or um, his parents, or his <laughs> trainers, or whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, Ozzy, what about you? What passes do you have? Um, man, what positives do I have? Um, I mean, I think visually some of the stuff is cool, I guess. Um, that's, that's, that's what I can say. I mean, visually some of the stuff is cool. I do think that, um, you know, Jason Clark did a decent job in this movie. I mean, if you played a boring character, you're right, but I mean, I think he did I mean, a decent job of playing the boring character. I don't know. Um, Were you scared? And yeah, I mean, I genuinely was, but I mean, that's just—I don't like scary movies. That's just my (laughs) thing. So I mean, but I, but, but I know scary movies to the point where I'm just like, listen, I know that there's gonna be a a jump scare. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know it. Which is why you you shouldn't rely on jump scares. More of just being. 
That's what I'm saying. Like, I, like I'm just like, listen, I know something freaky's gonna happen, and I know I'm gonna get scared. I'm just gonna get mad that I know that I'm gonna get scared. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I knew a lot of the scares were coming. This is another thing. Well, that's a negative. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, that's what I got yeah. to say. <laughs> um, and then the other thing I want to talk about is that um, some of them just I think that this is a story that inherently it works and is creepy enough. And there's really creepy aspects to this movie, um, especially something that creeped me out as a kid. And I took my little sister to see this because she loves scary movies and she was creeped out by it. Just like she was when she's all the original, and it is the backstory of the mom's sister. It's always been disturbing, and I think they do a great job of that as well. Um, there's just some really... I, I wouldn't describe this movie as scary. It's its hard for a movie to be scary for me. Um, but I would describe this movie as like successfully like eerie and creepy at points. Um, but yeah, so let's talk negatives now. Brianna, you were mad about something, <laughs> which I touched on apparently. Yeah, the fact that they gave so much away in the trailer. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know that that's obvious, but my thought is if you want to change it, that's fine. Mm -hmm. But but then they act like they're still... Are we, are we in spoilers now? I mean... Let's just go for it. it yeah. We're inherently talking about spoilers uh, at this point. Look, we're reviewing this late because I was sick. We didn't get to review it. So... I'm, I'm, I have a feeling if you wanted to see this movie, you would have seen it. So we're talking spoilers. Also, Sorry. I'm not giving away much more than the trailer than did. The trailer did. <laughs> yeah. um, don't act like you're still going to kill the boy in the movie. Because they, they foreshadowed that a lot. And I was, they were, you know, it's kind of like they told you mm -hmm. that they're going to, you know, it's like if your family says, we're going to throw you a party, uh, we're going to... Uh, you know what? Never mind. Forget. Yeah. I was going for an analogy, but it yeah. broke apart as I was trying to get into <laughs> it. But funny. like, don't, don't do that. Mm -hmm. Like, it's fine if you want to. That could have been a really interesting moment of like, you know, oh no, we're all gearing up for this scene where this tractor trailer is going to run over the kid, and then what? He's saved, and oh, it's headed right for Ellie. Oh, like, it's the daughter. Yeah. that could have been really cool. Yeah. Apart from the bad CGI, or apart from the bad like. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, but. They still acted like, they, not only did they give it away in the trailer, which they didn't have to, but they still foreshadowed Gage's death, mm -hmm. like a lot. You know, when she says um, something about like, you and me and mommy are going to be around for a long time. And she's like, well, what about Gage? And they're like, oh, Gage, <laughs> he's, he's like, you know, he's going to be around for a long time too, because he's a little kid. And they, they kept on foreshadowing yeah. his death. Um... As if like, oh, well, you know, you've, you're familiar with the story of Pet Cemetery, and you've seen the original, so you know that's going to happen, and we're kind of well, catering yeah. to that. But And that's the weird part, right? Yes, because you gave it away in the trailer that you weren't going to do that. Yeah. As like, if it's supposed to be a surprise that you're going to kill Ellie. Exactly. So basically, you know, we're, normally I would disagree with you, because for the most part, I don't like holding marketing against the movie itself. So if the trailer gives away something, yeah, and, you know, they still build up to it like, oh, we weren't supposed to know that. Normally I'm like, that's fine. It's not the movie's fault. Most of the time the people who made the movie have nothing to do with the way that the movie is marketed. But the whole buildup relies on the fact that you know that it's going to be the son who dies. Yeah. So they're relying on you already have seen the original or re reading the original book, but then 
they also are assuming that you haven't watched the trailer. It's like, that doesn't make any sense. It's completely incongruent. Yes. Which is what really pissed me off. Because I, I was yeah. like, this is... Like, do, who do you think we are? <laughs> you think we're idiots? Yeah. Like, do you think we're, do you think we're stupid? Like, we're going to forget that, you know, if we even... Either we've seen the original... And we've probably seen the trailer, if that's the case, because we were excited for this movie. Yeah, and we know you're (laughs) going to do something different, or we haven't seen the original, and we've seen the trailer, which is why we're here, and we already know that you're going to kill the... Either way, it it doesn't make sense either way. Yeah. So, I... That that upset me, because it ruined a lot of the movie. It's fair. That's completely fair. Um, Which you're right isn't the movie's fault. Yeah, and but and uh, and to defend that as again, it's I think that was the correct choice. They should not have given it away in the trailer, but I do think from a filmmaking and a writing perspective, that was an interesting choice to make, and it makes a lot more sense because I am much more attached to this girl who is more grown up and has an actual personality than I am to this like three year old who I'm sorry, like I don't care. Um, he's a kid. Like, I don't know. He doesn't have any personality at all. <laughs> he's just a kid. Um, now, of course, you're going to be more inherently upset because it's a kid. But you know what I'm saying, right? I'm more attached to her as a person because she's actually, like, a dynamic human at this point. Yeah, that's why That's why the they said that the director made that decision because a nine-year-old girl... I think she's nine, right? In the movie, yes. She's she, nine or ten. She's yeah. making. He made that decision because a nine-year-old girl is physically more intimidating than a three-year-old yeah, boy and definitely. has way more opportunity to have like significant exchanges yes. with, you know, the characters that she's sense. terrorizing. Yeah, absolutely. It makes sense. I have no problem with changing that. Mm-hmm. Um, I just had a problem that it was terrible. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, Ozzy, what negatives do you have? You sounded like you were about to say something in positives and you stopped yourself. So... <laughs> I just feel that, I mean, I, I didn't need the stuff with the mother and, and the sister. To me, that was just completely... It's the creepiest part of the movie. that out of the movie. Yeah, but it doesn't have a yeah, whole I, lot to I, do. I, I get I, what you're saying. I completely I'm, understand. I'm with him on this one. No, I completely understand. It might have something more to do with the the events that are taking place right now in the book, maybe. Maybe. But when, as I was watching recaps of the original film and as I was watching this movie, I was like, it doesn't really have a whole lot to do with what's happening right now. I completely agree. Exactly. It's, but it's, it's so it's creepy still. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, it can be creepy, but at that point in time, like, why don't you just make a prequel of that? You know what I'm saying? Like, it I'm not disagreeing. Again, this... I completely agree with you. The, I'm just saying, the, for me like, as I'm a kid, when that, I was a kid, I was that was the thing in this movie that disturbed me to no end. And I think they do a good job of carrying it over here. But I completely understand from a writing perspective, it doesn't make any sense for it to be in here. And it probably has a lot more, makes a lot more sense in the book as well. I don't know. I haven't read it. Um, but yeah, I completely agree with you on that front. I'm, it's, I just have a different perspective because I watched this when I was a kid, I guess, maybe. I don't know. But you guys are completely valid and I agree with you. Yeah, um, I mean, because to me, I mean, there's the, the two, the two, the two, I mean, besides that, I think there was that one and something else, which I forgot already because this movie wasn't that great in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, there were two, I mean, that whole, uh, just given that for an example, you could have just erased that entire part of the movie. Definitely. And it would have been the same outcome. Um, also for me, I mean, Jason, Jason Clark's character just had a complete turnaround, you know, um, just like a whole 360 moment that to me came out of nowhere. Like he just drastically changed his character. Where in the um, film are you talking about? Talking about going into the third act, um, completely changed his character when, 
Um, with the ultimate decision, I, I mean that he makes. That he, yes, yes, I, I found that complete. That came out of nowhere for me. <sighs> I mean, yeah, you can argue that his daughter passed away, but I mean, like you, you already know what that brought back. You understand what I'm saying? So for me, I it, yeah, it just, but I, I mean, didn't, I didn't grief. I didn't. Yeah, for, for me, the, it felt the loss me, of a felt, child is probably the most. I mean, I, on the scale of like. Bad thing. I mean, I, I mean, from a psych, yeah. from a psychiatric perspective, no, yeah. like the death of a child is something that changes you irreparably. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that. Obviously, I have no experience in this area, but they've I've re- like psychiatric textbooks that I've read have said like uh, there's a scale of like stressors in your life, and number one is the death of a child. Yeah, that is 100 something I can believe would make yeah, him I completely think, think irrationally and have him go maybe. If I bury my kid there, mm-hmm. it'll be different. Or mm-hmm. not even caring, like if it's if she's different, I just want her back. Especially, and the the other counterpoint I would make, and I I do understand where you're coming from, Ozzy. The, but the other counterpoint I would make is that they do a good job in the movie of building up that this place just has a way of making you think that it'll be different this time. Because they even have the whole John Lithgow like side story of like. You know, he did this before, and he still recommended doing it, even though he knew it didn't work, end out well for him this last time. You know, like, they do a good job of building up that, you know, you this place just has a way of making you convince yourself that it'll work this time. Um, but I completely but understand yeah, I where you're coming I from. I, so. didn't, I didn't buy that from him, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, I really okay, didn't buy fair. that from him. Like, sure. Like, like if he had, for me, honestly... I don't know if it had to do with his performance or how they wrote that particular that particular build up, but for me, I didn't buy it just mm-hmm. because of the fact that he was absolutely upset at the fact that he had shown him that place in the first place. So yeah. for me, like you know what I'm saying, like if you already see your animal behaving a certain way and you're already mad at the fact that he even showed you how to get there, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you're so hardcore stuck in your beliefs, and just because I mean I understand a hundred percent, yo, your your daughter passed away. If you, if you have any chance to to see her again, of course. I mean, who wouldn't as a as a parent, right? But to me, they have at least in his performance at Oregon, how the script was written, they showed no indication of him absolutely making that drastic change. Going as far as to, um, I mean, I, I don't want to get into you know spoilers here, but we're already talking just to spoilers. make that drastic. Just basically to go ahead and. Uh, um, if we're gonna like just to do that much of a drastic change to a character, I, to me, I did not buy it. Yeah. I've seen plenty of movies who have shown that build up, who have executed it nicely, and I'm like, okay, I'm able to relate. I'm able to be like, yeah, I would, con- I completely agree with that change of character. Yeah. But in this one, I do not agree whatsoever because there was no indication of that. Yes, interesting. Y- his daughter died, but there was no indication. Of him and that's getting fair. that temptation but, at all. Like I'm, so, I'm willing I mean, to. Give, I get it. Yeah. I'm willing to. It, I'm yeah. a little bit more willing to give him the benefit of the doubt just because I understand that um, that stressor is that stressor can make people do things that they never would consider mm-hmm. doing before. But it's also true that of his character is pretty bland. Yeah. So that doesn't feel. Of there's like a lot of some decisions that no, he no. makes it, it, when they're based it, 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 on more convicted it, principles later it, in the film yeah. don't really feel earned. Yeah. So that's fair. Yeah, yeah, it didn't it didn't it didn't feel natural. Like I 100% agree with everything that both of you are saying. Like mm-hmm. yeah, his daughter died. Anybody would. I'm pretty sure we, all of us would do something. But like from a story perspective, yeah. it didn't feel earned. 
Of course, it, it didn't feel earned, and it, it came out of left field for me. So That's completely fair. Yeah. Excuse me. That's why I'm, I would say do it with that. I, as far as um, some of the script goes, I really don't like how some of the script was written. I did feel that the jump scares were very predictable, even for somebody who knew. Like, it's really scary. Like, it was really weird for me. To know the fact that I was going to get scared at this point in time was really weird for me. I was like, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump at this point in time. And I jumped. <laughs> so I was just I just found it really weird to me that yeah. I knew that I was gonna get like jump scared at that point in time. It was really weird. Um and You're then to turn the corner. I w- <laughs> yeah, I was like, man, just around this corner, just, something's gonna happen. And then this girl got hit by a freaking truck. That's the thing. That's truck. another thing that ticked uh, me off. Okay. Yes, I'm sorry. You're good. I'm with you on this like, one. I was like, I'm like, like, I'm she, about to see a puddle. She, like, I'm about to see like face. Like, like face, like you know. There is not gonna be enough left for him she to bury. Ate that. Literally, she, she just got tossed over a couple feet. Why is she exactly. even dead? Exactly. Like she ate that. How and did that, she die? That could have been such like, a powerful honestly, moment too, because he's turning exactly. the corner, and you're like, because they, they they built they have such a build up to it that you're like, oh my goodness, this is gonna be awful. You see the mother like, you, you know, on the ground, yeah. you're like, oh my goodness, we're about to see literally just like blood and guts all over the place. And she's literally just tossed a couple feet. Like I would have thought that it would have been executed. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like Carson, and I want to compare it to the, to the, uh, to, the to hereditary at this point in time. Where like, <laughs> we saw it, like we saw oh, the daughter, yeah. you know what I'm saying? We're, we're just like, oh my goodness. No, and that, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's what I was expecting. Like, like man, like, yeah, I can't believe this is gonna happen. And, and like, we did it. Like, she, she literally, died. she just like, literally, like, tossed see, a couple feet. I see that might be the best, that might be the best thing that you have said in months on this podcast, honestly. It's like, you're tr- that's 100% right. This movie does feels completely out of place because we live in a post hereditary world. Like, that movie messed up everyone who saw it. And now that's what I'm saying. Th- that's like, the expectation, I'm just like, bro. And you the, can't the, like the, the, that was my yeah. expectation. Like, 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 man, like, how do we go from that, right? Like, I have seen this girl, like this child, <laughs> and I don't mean to be gory, but like we've literally seen a part of a child's face getting spoilers eaten for her by maggots at yeah. this point. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, like, like maggots are like on this, and that's why I'm just like, man, like, what happened? You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Like you can't have a PG thirteen movie smash the kid's face, you know. Well, Hereditary was not PG thirteen. No, no, yeah. no, no, I'm talking about this movie. This movie was rated R. You can't have this was rated R. Yes, it was. I, I am heavily. Then they have no excuse because like, <laughs> that's that's what I'm that saying is no like no excuse. It's one thing to make your movie man, rated PG thirteen, but this movie was rated R. I had to provide my ID to is, see this movie, and yeah, I'm yeah. like, why? This is ridiculous, <sighs> because I was like. From from listen, we we have seen Mother, which <laughs> is oh, wow. Okay, I and looked away at Mother, so I'm not ready to see no, that. <laughs> so we, we have seen so the fact that we've seen movies like that, right? Transition, but this girl got hit with a truck full on, and I hate to stay on this point, I really do, but I have to make. I mean, this has to be noted here. I mean, come on. No, like, I was gonna bring it is, up too. And they, I, and they and they were they were they were promoting this movie like this is a Stephen King novel like all right like I'm expecting it <laughs> like man yeah. but I was super disappointed in that because she she looked fine <laughs> she honestly looked fine I was just like why is she dead because like when um, he opened the grave up and then she was I'm like 
she's sleeping. Yeah. Honestly. (laughs) And to be honest, like, that's something that when I watched it, like, it didn't, it seemed to be, like, that's the thing that, like, really, like, made you guys go, what? But to me, the bigger thing was when they start walking, like, they go over, like, the little barrier past Pet Cemetery. Um, to like where they're actually the actual burial ground is and they like walk for like an hour and it looks like I was literally like thinking like does this movie take place on Middle Earth or something like it's it's like they walk through like there's like a volcano or something like I don't know like it was like swamps and I'm just like this is like I don't know it was weird and mystical it's a little bit too uh, silly to me but that's another thing all right, let's just rate this movie and move on. We are running out of time, so let's get to Shazam when we can. But all right, ratings. What do we got, Rihanna? No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't have much. I don't have yeah. much of an opinion on this movie, really. Maybe four point five. Yeah, four point five out of ten. Sounds about right. All right, uh, Ozzy. Uh, um, hmm. I'm gonna this movie a four. Okay. Um, I'm going to be a little higher than you guys, uh, five, uh, basically right on the nose, five, I, I think this is, it's pretty like, you know, the most generic horror movie you can think of, that's this movie, it's, it's, it is what it is. Yeah. All right, moving on, let's go and get through Shazam, Shazam, um, I mean, DC can make good movies? Question, question mark? mark? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> DC can make enjoyable movies. Yeah. I, I think this movie is pretty good. I enjoyed my time in it. I had fun with it. Yeah, that's, you know, that's my overall thoughts. I don't know. Um, Ozzy, what about you? I mean, I didn't like it. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I was going to say. I think... All <laughs> oh, right, you can is, leave now. I think this is the this is the best movie that we've gotten since uh, since Wonder Woman. So I mean, I, I easily. Think well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then before that, there was nothing. Yeah. So <laughs> fair. I mean, depending on your point of view on Man of Steel, but yeah, for the most part, yeah, nothing. <laughs> yeah, um, I think that let's start positive, Zach. Zachary Levi is really good yeah. as our lead character. I think we all could tell that he was going to be great just from the trailer, and it carried over to the movie. He is really entertaining in this role, and, I, you know, when they cast him, you're just like, okay, sure, that, I mean, he looks the part, I guess, and then when you see him, you're just like, yeah, yeah. this really works, and it carries throughout the whole movie. Like, he is just, he has this childlike just wonder about him that I just, I think he does a great job of bringing that to the forefront in the movie. So yeah, that's the positive I want to start with is Zachary Levi as our lead. Um, Brianna, what about you? Um, I think one of the things that I so appreciated apart from Zachary Levi, obviously he's, you know, he's excellent and he did a great job at playing this character. He wasn't just like, it wasn't like he was a 14, you know, uh, Billy was a 14 year old kid and then he was an adult. He was like, a 14-year-old kid, and then he was a 14-year-old kid who looked like an adult. Um, so that it felt consistent. Um, and I also love that they actually show kids doing things that are very irresponsible. They didn't dumb it down yeah. for anybody. Like, they actually show these peop- these uh, these kids, these 14-year-olds, going into uh, a convenience store to buy beer. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then drinking beer. Yeah. I'm like, that's underage drinking. <laughs> that's like a really controversial subject that a lot of, I think a lot of parents would probably be upset that that was in a movie that they yeah. took their kids to, but I was like all for it. I also liked that the, they didn't like the taste But they of hated it. Yeah. And then they immediately, they show them coming out with like <laughs> a bunch of junk food. I was yeah. like, that's perfect. And yes. then they're like stealing from an ATM. Yes. They're just doing stuff that's like really irresponsible yes. that you're like, yes, and I can see And the movie doesn't kids. really judge it, but I think it's portrayed in a light where you're just like, they are being... You know, you know, they're just being stupid kids. Yeah. And yeah. I liked that, that they yeah. didn't like, they didn't dumb it down. Yeah. They didn't like, oh yeah, we're going to put padding on this character. Like, no, they actually show kids being dumb kids who are irresponsible and do things that actually might get themselves really hurt. Like mm-hmm. telling robbers to shoot him in the face and lighting themselves on fire and, uh, I thought it was funny. I thought sometimes they tried to do things that were funny that weren't terribly funny, but other times it was very funny, very genuinely funny. Um, and altogether, just the fact that they're taking this new direction is, it's a step in the right direction. I don't know if they're going to keep trying to make movies like this, but it was definitely more enjoyable than any pretty, uh, well okay uh, see Aquaman I actually had a good time though okay. with Batman versus Superman I was just straight out bored yeah this I was not bored mm-hmm. at all I wasn't bored in Aquaman but I definitely was enjoying myself in this movie like more genuinely than ironically yeah. and I also really liked the villain design not Mark Strong but mm-hmm. like the seven deadly sins yeah um I know that they were pretty generic, mm-hmm. but I thought that they were, they looked really, for like creatures, mm-hmm. they were pretty freaky looking yeah. and they sounded, the sound design for their voices was excellent, mm-hmm. I thought. Normally like deep gravelly voices, there's like a fine line between cool and very cheesy and yeah. this fell onto the cool mm-hmm. side of it. And so, you know, uh, you know, yeah. overall enjoyable. Well, and the thing with the villain is like, I, you know, this is just another case of like, he's, you know, the opposite of our hero. Like it's the same kind of thing that we always kind of get, but at the same time, I kind of like, maybe it's because they open with his kind of origin ish story that I kind of bought it. I don't know. Like I, I, it worked for me. The villain overall worked for me. I didn't really care for him. Okay. I mean, it worked for me. That's all I can say. <laughs> that's, that's why I didn't bring yeah. it up. Cause I was yeah. like, normally I love Mark Strong. He's, yeah. he's, he's a scary dude. And in fact, when I knew that they were making a Batman versus Superman, I was like, Mark Strong needs to play Lex Luthor. He needs to be Lex Luthor at some point. So I've been waiting for him to play the villain like this. And I was like, I've been waiting for years for this. And this is, I was kind of <laughs> underwhelmed. So yeah, that's negatives though. So All right. Ozzy, what are some of your positives? All right. So some positives is definitely the, uh, Zachary Levi, I think he did amazing in the movie. I think he is definitely the best part in the movie. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. My negative. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Um, let me go ahead and go real quick. <laughs> Give me one sec, Carlos. One sec. I'm so sorry. I am not prepared. Okay. <laughs> it's been a long week. Okay. So I do think that, you know, again, Zachary Levi does do a great job. Um, you know, I do like Mark Strong in the movie. I think he also does a good job with his particular character. Um, and, I, and I like the fact that this movie is, is pretty much, um, it, it's simple. You know what I mean? It's, it's nice. It's easy. It's not crazy. It, it's, it's a simple story. And it's not very convoluted. And it's really nice that we have a breath of 
light in, in the very grim world of the DCEU. So I do think that this is a very hopeful movie. It, this movie is, is, is I, I like the message in this movie. And it, it really hit home for me particularly um, in this movie. Um, so I, I really, this movie really hit me on, on a personal level. And I, I really like this movie. I think it's so, you know, definitely can be in my top 10 favorites of the year. It, it's really nice that we have this movie. Um, and yeah, I think that action is pretty, pretty cool as well. It, it's well yeah. done. I think this movie, this, this movie to me, if they're going to go ahead and reboot the franchise, I mean, this would be a great movie to kind of start off with if they're going to do it. I think that this is a really cool and awesome movie, especially the training montages, you know, of, of how he becomes, you know, who he is. I think it's really cool that we that we have it. So, yeah, I think that this is a pretty cool movie um, and definitely a really a breath of, of, like I said, a breath of light in such a grim universe already. So I, I really did enjoy myself in this movie. It's definitely, uh, you can definitely feel the beginning of, which is really f- weird because this movie does take place around Christmas time. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's it's a breath of fun for the summertime, honestly. So um, it's pretty cool. And yeah. yeah. Uh, Brandy, do you have any more positives before we move on? Um, I mean, I really enjoyed the climactic fight sequence. Yes. I thought that was, uh, I, I will. Unexpected. Yes. I will honestly say I did not see that coming. Yeah. And I, had a great time watching it. Yeah. And I will say that I, after that climactic fight sequence, I was ready to pour my finances into a franchise with just this group of characters. Mm-hmm. So I was like, if we can get more of this and less of what you were doing before DC, that <laughs> would be like wonderful. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I appreciate the DC is trying new things right now um, with the Joker thing. That's hopefully going to be good. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. <laughs> um, Which is strange because tonally it looks completely different from yes, this movie. Yes, exactly. So tonally yeah. very jarring. Definitely. The DCEU is becoming a bit of an emotional roller coaster. But as long as they're good, who cares? Yes, yeah, true. <laughs> um, Fair enough. All right, well, let's move on to negatives for this movie, though. Um, Ozzy, let's start with you. What do you got? I, I like. I said I liked Mark Strong as you know. I, I liked his performance, but I think that the villain could have been at least somewhat interesting. Um, and the CGI isn't top notch in this movie. Yes. There were moments of weakness with the CGI. Definitely. Yeah. And if I'm stretching, I'm going to go ahead and say that the moments with the CGI weren't great. You know, the guy who directed this, um, directed lights out. So, um, which was, I'm not saying it's a negative. I'm saying it's a very good thing. I forgot to mention that in my podcast. Just to throw that in there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, I you know, I think the CGI could have been better in this movie. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I think the moment or there's 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 times when I think the movie kind of just meanders a little bit. Doesn't like it's not necessarily like keeping a steady pace. Like I felt like there were times when it slows down and. Um, you just kind of have to be like, all right, like let's get back to you know the the good parts here. Um, I don't think it's like terrible. Like there's like I don't think there's like huge moments when it's like, oh my gosh, move on. But it's there. It definitely has some pacing issues. Um, and I completely agree with you that there's moments that, that the CGI doesn't work. Um, there are some super like cheesy one note side characters that I'm just like. Please stop with this. Um, I'm tired of like, you know, 
I don't know. Never mind. I'm not going to go that way. <laughs> what do you got, Brianna? No, I think that's a totally fair criticism. But number one, there, it, this movie felt very strange in the pacing department because there yes. were like long stretches of time where they would focus on one part of the story mm-hmm. and then they would focus on another part of the story for like another really long scene. And it just yeah. kept going back and forth until uh, it eventually picked up closer to the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. But at the beginning, it just felt like there were like 10 to 15 minute stretches where they would go and focus on one thing. And then, mm-hmm. so that, that was strange. Yeah. Um, uh, opposite of the problem that Hellboy had. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but uh, I also thought that some of the child acting was left a bit to be desired. Yeah. Um, but it's also possible that just the characters were written kind of, you know, mm-hmm. kind of poorly. Not all together, but, uh, you know, you could tell that this was not... I don't know. I felt yeah. like the, that could, the more effort could have been put into that department, making the, the child, the younger actors. Yeah. Um, I, the last negative that I do want to mention is um, that there's, okay, there's some things in the writing of just the, even the crux of like our main character's motivations that don't really quite add up yeah. to me. I, it doesn't make much sense. There's, uh, you know, <laughs> if we weren't in present day, but they specifically say present day. Can we talk about, can we, I really want to talk about spoilers for this. All right, let, let's real quickly get into it because, yeah. I, I, as I was talking to my parents about this movie, I complained about exactly spoilers. what you're complaining about. Yeah. And they were like, well, you're talking about, you know, a, a, you're talking about a movie that takes place in the same universe as Superman, where even the the fact that the sun's radiation causes him to be denser and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, all right, but listen, we don't have any kind of frame of reference for that. This is a real world present day situation that we have so much frame of reference for that it feels way more out of left field when it finally happens. I was like, literally... She's right there. You can't, you like, you're, she's close enough so that you can see her. You're not going to look up. And uh, that whole part felt, I was like, that was, as I was watching it, I was thinking, where is that going to go? And then it went there and I still wasn't happy because it almost felt like there was no reason, like literally I'm rambling at this point, but yeah, I gotta be, I, I gotta be with you on that one hundred percent. I was not a fan of that whole, uh, backstory. Yeah. Um, it's, I, it just doesn't make sense and it doesn't add up. And there's other moments throughout the script where that I kind of feel the same way. Like I, it just, does, there are things that didn't make sense. That's all I'll say. Um, that's all I have to say about this movie. Do, do you have anything else, Brianna? Zachary Levi is a babe. All right, fair enough. Also, he was in both the MCU and the DCEU now, so <laughs> that's fine. True. All right. <laughs> um, Ozzy, what about you? Do you have anything else? That's it for me, man. Sorry All right. about that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that, then let's rate this movie, and then we can close it out. Um, I'm giving this movie a seven. I think it's a good movie. That's all I got. Brianna, what about you? Uh, I'm going to give it a 6.75. Two digits after the decimal point. Okay. Ozzy, what's your rating? I'm giving it a 7.5. All right. Well, now joining us, we have the one and only Noah. 
Noah, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, so you've been wanting to come on the podcast for like a week now because you want to talk yeah. about this Criterion Channel thing, um, yeah. which I'm really interested in because I'm a huge, uh, I was a huge advocate of Filmstruck, which uh, R.I.P. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we have this Criterion Channel. Is it basically just Filmstruck? Uh, well, I can't exactly say because I did not. I did not have a subscription of Filmstruck. Oh, okay. I, I never got a chance to see it. But I mean, I mean, we can we can back up, I guess, uh, to talk about the Criterion yeah, Collection in general. It. So, um, for those who don't know, the Criterion Collection is a large catalog of quote, or they would call it uh, important contemporary or historic films, and they're often presented in these very well designed and often beautiful covers in the highest definition and restoration possible. They used to be on Blu-ray. Actually, they used to be on Laserdisc. And then they moved to DVD, and now they're on Blu-ray. Um, and so, and when I mean restoration, I mean there are like there's films today that wouldn't exist had uh, Janus Films or later Criterion not gone to the lengths to preserve and restore them uh, for the future audiences. Um, so basically, when they put their mind to a film, it's, it's generally the definitive experience. And uh, the big catch with that really cool sort of pitch about this company is that the Criterion Collection Blu-rays are really expensive. Like, um, you can only buy them, the only store that sells them is Barnes & Noble. And like a lot of Barnes & Noble products, you know, it's a bit overpriced. They're about $40 a Blu-ray. So, um, yikes. Yikes. you can buy them online, but that usually only takes them to like $20. So, um, I mean, you know, in certain ways you don't feel like you're getting what you, you're paying for because it's just a movie. But you also get this really nice packaging, nice cover, as well as really good uh, commentary and almost lectures. And there's a little booklet. Um, so you really get like, of the Criterion Collection films that I own, I feel like I know a large amount about that film about its you know place as a piece of art um so anyways still pretty expensive fast forward to recently filmstruck you know beloved streaming home of indies foreign films and overall classics you know gets shut down because like you said wasn't making enough money apparently nope nope (laughs) and uh criterion in an attempt to revive it they launched this criterion show this past week and here we are. And overall, it's pretty great. Like, um, I have the month, one free month subscription. Uh, I'll probably keep renewing it because it's only $10 a month, which is pretty awesome, honestly, because not only are there a massive, massive amount of films that are available that are all like, I mean, to be in the Criterion Collection is already a mark of quality. So for them to pick, you know, the films that then deserve to be on the streaming service is just kind of like, it's like the cream of the crop in terms of what they think is, you know, important films. Like if you, you know, like Netflix has a lot of, has a lot of garbage in it. You know, it's got a lot of, you kind of, they rely on their algorithm to sort of show you what, you know, other people are watching and what's really popular, but there's still just kind of a lot of trash in there. And I mean, with the Criterion Collection, you kind of don't have that problem. Um, and in addition to those films, you have all of their interviews um, that were attached that if you had bought it, you would get these sort of supplements. Uh, you've got commentaries. 
on the film from directors, film professors, historians and stuff like that. You've got little mini series that I'm not actually sure if uh, they were, you know, produced for the streaming service. They may have originated on like Filmstruck or they might have been curated from somewhere else. But it's also it's it's not just movies in this thing. It's there's these little almost video essays. Like there's a there's a series that talks about specific uh, uses of let's say aspect ratio or um, sound in particular art house films that you can then watch on the channel, which is really neat. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean I, I don't know if I've stressed this, but the volume of stuff you get here is is crazy. I mean, do you want to watch every Andre Tarkovsky film? They got them. Like I, <laughs> Stalker, Solaris, Andre Rublev, The Mirror, Ivan's Childhood. I haven't even heard of some of those last ones, but they're there. Like, like if you want to watch French New Wave, you've got, like, I just did some searches. And, I mean, they got, like, they got Truffaut, they got Godard, they got Demi, they got Varda. It's, it's like, there's so much stuff. So much content. I mean, Hitchcock, just, I, I could just, I could list names that I just searched because I was curious. Oh, do they have that? They do. And it's kind of awesome. Um, and it's, it, it's, it's, yeah, it's kind of just, um... It's it's nice to see that sort of thing. It's almost intimidating. Well, that that's that was my question. Um, yeah. Well, that's one of my questions: is how how easy do they make it? Like, do they have like different ways to direct you to like what you're looking for, or are they just relying on you recognizing these titles or something like that? Because that that's it does sound intimidating, especially for <laughs> people who you know, wouldn't know, like, most of the names you're saying right now, you know? Yes. Like... Um, let me see. Yeah, I, I would say it's about, you know, it's... They do a decent job. I mean, you do have to go in with some previous knowledge. There are some interesting series as they do. They do um, called... There's, like, Double Feature, mm-hmm. which is kind of like... Like, I'm looking at their Explore page, which is a bit unorganized. It could be a bit better. They kind of just break it up, like... Um, you know, by by miniseries and then by um, sort of like titles, like this one's Essential Art House, and it's got sort of films that, you know, they think you should watch. And um, there is one called, like I think I said, Double Feature. It'll have an intro by somebody sort of introducing the film, and it's two films, and you'd watch them, and that's kind of like, that's kind of how they're just sort of, they like they pitch these two films to you and they say this is what to look for and then you know they have to watch it and that's kind of like you know you can mm-hmm. look at them okay. and they they usually have like some kind of connection between the two like yeah. I was looking at one um, let me see where it was I don't know um, it was uh, it was a John Woo film and a Jacques Demy film and the, so those are, those are two different completely different directors mm-hmm. uh, one was a musical I think it was the Umbrellas a Sherlo, Sherbo, or something like that, and the other one was an action uh, sort of samurai movie, and it was sort of like look at the, uh, and they had like an intro by this guy who said basically look at um, you know the colors and how they're they're very similar in in that sense, and one is sort of a musical dance number, and the other one is a highly choreographed action scene, and sort of. I don't know. That that's an interesting concept, and I'm interested to see where they go with that. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, 
Uh, well, you've kind of answered this, but my other question is about the platform, like, itself. Um, because that was something that I, in my opinion, I did have Filmstruck for basically the entire run of it. I had it for, mm-hmm. uh, for a while. Um, and that was something they always kind of could have improved on, in my opinion. Um, the layout wasn't, you know, it, it could have been better. I, I don't think it was yeah. awful. Um, it wasn't like unusable, obviously I kept using the service, but, um, Mm -hmm. it wasn't, it wasn't the best and it was kind of hard to navigate. Um, but is this, is that something that is still true for this? Cause I would imagine it's a lot of the same people working on it. It, it, I, it definitely is a lot of the same people are working on it. And actually I think, um, I'm looking at it right now. They do have a new update for it as you know, it's telling me there's a new update right now. Mm -hmm. Um, and I would say, you know, give it. You know, if, if a lot of people take to this, uh, to really find its stride, it might take one or two iterations of like a UI design. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, the UI is kind of basic. It's got its bottom sort of thing. It's got the explore page, and the explore page never really changes uh, the mm-hmm. same things. There are new series and new films that it's advertising as coming to the platform. Okay. Like, um, like they were going to add... I remember when I first got it, they were like, hey, check it out. We're going to bring the Elephant Man. That's going to be on the, the service soon. And I just checked and they added it. So that's, that's there is a sense of, like, updating and it's going to be, you know, everything. It's going to keep things fresh. Awesome. So so I do, I'm, I'm optimistic in that sense. I awesome. Guess. But, yeah. Well, anything else you want to add about this service and uh, your recommendation for it? Um, well, I would definitely recommend it. Uh, it kind of puts like my, I've spent a lot of money on Criterion <laughs> Collection Blu-rays and it kind of makes me feel a little bit empty that this now exists and I don't need to buy anymore. Um, I wish it was on more platforms. I think, uh, right now it's only on Roku, um, uh, Apple TV, obviously Android and iPhone, and I think one or two, but I'd really like it if it came to like, I don't know. I usually watch stuff on my PS4. Yeah. So <laughs> it'd be nice if it was an app on the PS4. Mm-hmm. Um, and that'll take time. Some of the things, yeah, that'll I, th- I could see that eventually coming, maybe. Yeah. And um, because there's so much content, another problem they have is for thumbnails, which is kind of an interesting uh, dilemma to have. Like I'll they'll just if you look up you know a name, you'll have these things. And then you'll have just kind of what look like filler thumbnails. Like I just looked up Tarkovsky and there's, you know, films in no particular order broken up by interviews that you can't exactly tell what the subject is and sort of, Mm. you know, so a general refinement and sort of presentation is, I think it is something that can work on, which is, you know, kind of their strong suit, like presentation and, maintaining a sense of like artistic uh expression mm-hmm. in their things it's, it's you know that'd be nice awesome and I'm, I'm sure they'll get it yeah i'm sure they will um awesome any anybody else have any thoughts before we let noah go i don't think so all right well then <laughs> no, i mean i think it's i think it's a i think it's a pretty interesting um uh streaming service that it has all these classical kind of artistic movies 
there. And for me, who loves movies but I haven't seen many classics, which Carlos, you know well, <laughs> yes, uh, well, 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 you know that very well. Um, I mean, it does seem interesting. So I mean, I, I might, I might definitely look into it and and, and see what it's all about, and uh, definitely uh, try to see what it's what it, what it offers, and see what you and also Carlos recommend. Because like again, I haven't seen that many that many classic stuff, but it does seem like a very interesting streaming service that it does have all these classics kind of in one place. Mm-hmm. So there is a place to watch all these classical films back then. There is a place to go back and see where all where, where a lot of these current films come from. So it is very interesting that we do have a platform and a very unique platform where that comes from. So thanks. Thanks for actually like, you know, letting us know about it. Cause I think it's very, when you texted me about it, I was like, wow, that's actually pretty cool. I might yeah. want to invest in that. So it's pretty, it's, it's really awesome that we get to have that platform now. You know, mm-hmm. um, for instance, I haven't seen um, the Shawshank. I think I haven't seen, I haven't seen Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> the Shawshank Redemption is not on. The but I mean, it's not no, that, it's not. Yeah, but but I'm just I mean, inserting but, a title there that he hasn't seen. But oh, okay. Even good. if it was, it'd be interesting to to, to <laughs> see you know where 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 it's at. So it's pretty cool to have that. Your exposure so, alone, it's kind of impossible to miss the Shawshank Redemption. It's on TV, like <laughs> It's on TV. <laughs> I think it's the most serialized <laughs> oh. television show, or not te- te- a film played on television. Yeah, I think period. that's actually true. That's, that's <laughs> like, quite a feat, Ozzy. Um, but anyway, right, let's not turn this around on Ozzy. <laughs> Let me know. I'll send you some. I can rattle off some recommendations. All right. Awesome. I'll definitely hear it. So just yeah <laughs> all right all right well again noah thank you for joining us and um, we'll definitely have you on to talk about game of thrones at some point um this season okay. so yeah we'll be looking forward to that all right okay then let's wrap it up ozzy all right brianna where can people find you on social Don't media ask me this question again too late too late um, well, uh, <laughs> soon I'll have an answer to that question. Right now, don't look me. Don't look for me on social media. You can find me at. Wow. Uh, you can oh. find me at www.ozzydoesnotpreparefortheodcast.com. Uh, yeah, so she writes reviews for our, for our uh, <laughs> website. So, anyways, <laughs> Carlos, where can people find you on uh, social media? Uh, at Cheery456 on Twitter and Instagram and all over uh, social media all at ScreenFellows Facebook, Twitter, Instagram YouTube channel all of it check it all out alright and you guys can find me on social media at uh, Ozzy.Castro at ScreenFellows.com guys we hope you enjoyed the show please feel free to listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts Spotify and Overcast please rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts Guys, this is Game Fellas. Welcome to the newest edition of the Screen Fellows Podcast. My name is Carlos. And my name is Ozzy. What? And my name is... I've literally never done a... Yeah, my, you have. No. Yeah, you have. Maybe once. Oh, it's not fine. a usual thing. Oh, right. my God. Moving yeah. on. Oh, my God. <laughs> we'll start it over. What That's the fun. hell? I've literally... We've done that before.
We definitely we, have. We've definitely done this before. Yes, Maybe wait, once, thank you. but that's thank not you, a normal Ozzie. thing. I'm Normally not, what I'm happens is you guys introduce... You want me to make a supercut of all the times that you guys introduce yourselves and then later say, and you know today no, we have I, I know we've guest. done that most of Yeah, that's fine. All right. You know I'm like, why are you pointing at me? All right. You know what? Go ahead. We can start... You know, Ozzy, shut up. Whatever. We can keep. We'll, we can start over. No, <laughs> shut up. I'm putting Stop all of this at the end of the podcast. <laughs> all of it. It's the post-credit scene. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We can. <laughs> we can. Um, you can. Uh, okay, I can introduce myself this time, but I just yeah, need to no, know no, that's no, what's no. going all right, on. No, no, no fair. No. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. Cool. No. My bad. I didn't know that's what I was happening. Nope. <laughs>